This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, so the theme we're dealing with is the Tzfarim, the role, the place of different Tzfarim in, in learning and so on. Um, when you learn Eon, um, you uh, are looking at a lot, a lot of Tzfarim, and, and the question is, is there any um, seder through it? Like, like it just seems to be a massive swarm with, you know, what, what order, what structure, why some swarm, we keep looking, some swarm, we don't look for it, and so on. Um, that's really the issue. Um, I remember when I was a, a, a young boy, um, so Stevie will know what I'm talking about, I used to dive in the Biana Stable across the street from my house. And um, in Chamayrib, there was an old Siddish Yid that used to learn Mishnayis with Dailo. So he was learning Mishnayis Tairus. He read it at about, uh, 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 you know, what we would call 90 RPM, in the old language of the, of the little records, was incredibly quick. And one day, like, it stopped the middle and said, explain. He looked very annoyed. And he said, Pairish and Hezbe Kimbalt. The, the Pairish and the Hezbe is coming soon, at the end of the Shia. Now, the, now we're learning, and we'll do Pirushim and Hezbe afterwards. And, and it struck me very interesting, like in his mind, anything other than the words is, is an extra, so it's a Tesephus to it. And, and, you know, like, like it, it has nothing to do with the learning. So let's try to understand a little bit. And again, this is obviously something to do with a personal bias in the sense that this is the way I was brought up learning in the yeshiva and the mir. Um, try more or less to give over the sense of things. Um, the, the, the first thing is the way we, I guess, if we if we're to give a basic um, understanding of what we're trying to do, we're trying to learn the Gemara. The Gemara is the Yisaita Yisaita in Halacha. Um, you're allowed to pasken against anything and anybody except for Gemara. Now, to understand the Gemara, there are basic questions on how to understand it. Basic Mahalchim, which the Rishonim were the ones who put that into place. Um, the Tukuf Rishonim, which basically ended, let's say, Let's pick Geras Farad as being a good point. The end of the 1400s. Some draw it a little bit earlier at, at the beginning of the 1400s. Any any Sfarim before that basically address more basic issues. And all we do since that time is try to understand the Rishonim. You will not find in Halacha, rarely, there, there are exceptions, but did really find somebody who will pass in against Rishonim, what you'll do is plenty of times there'll be a chrah of them, it's a machot Rishonim, and be machriah, but there's somebody get up there, I'll check, so I will sometimes argue, but it, it's, it's rare, it's not, it's not something, the norm is you mark off the sheets and so on, and in, in the same thing is true in the, um, let's call it, in the Hezba, in, in the world of more uh, abstract you, you, you'll, you'll not find today um, anybody who's going to learn 
in, in, in a sense, like, in other words, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a parallel track, taking the, the, the questions that you're trying to ask, and saying another answer and offering that. Um, you cannot not find that. Um, so basically, for us, the structure is the, the Gemara with the Rishonim. And Achreinim, who pointed out either questions that haven't been resolved, those questions need to be addressed, advanced, or explanations, understandings, fiducium, and so on. That's the big picture. Now, if we're to ask ourselves, Rishonim themselves come in three genres, basically. There are the Mepharshim, Rashi, being the primary one, Rashbam in Tumasekhtas Vedran Rashi, and you have on the side of the Gemara, sometimes in different sectors, you have either Ge'oinim or Rishayim that not clear a lot of times who it is, that are also Bali Pashanim on the Gemara. Rabbi Nekeshub in many Mesechtis, this is written as we are talking, the identification of those Rishayim a lot of times is kind of iffy, but that's what they do. They're coming, they wrote their Sefer, Rashi is the biggest example, they wrote the Sefer as a, um, as a way in which to use, to learn the Gemara with it. Which means, you're not going to find an open pulpit in this form. They're not going to tell you what problems they had, how to resolve them, and how to get to it. They're not going to deal with kashas that are outside of their sugya. They're not going to deal with piskalochas. So what they will do is they will they lay the gemara, and they had different possible ways how to learn it. They had problems with different ways, and they wrote a pirush that will avoid those problems and issues. In other words, learn the Gemara with me, and you avoid um, problems. In other words, if Rashi l- learns the Gemara in a way that it's not the way you would have read it simply if you're just reading the Gemara and, and, and learning it, there's a reason why. If Rashi narrows the Gemara, and it says, for example, X, Y, or Z, when that example is very specific, so sometimes... I mean, uh, you know, the, the example, it's just very hard, we don't understand it, what kind of case could this be, and it actually gives a case. But a lot of times, the Gemara says, you know, he was, he, he was, he was Makadish or whatever, and then it'll say, um, you know, it, it, it was done with a shtar. Rashi will say, for instance, with a shtar. What does that mean? Why? 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 Rashi will not add anything to the Gemara, unless he feels that that's the only way you can learn the Gemara. So Rashi is a Farish, he's helping you learn the Gemara, um, but he's not just touching the words, he's learned the Gemara in a way that's internally coherent. You're not going to have any problems learning Rashi the way it is. And that's why whenever Rashi says something a little more, a little different, you need to ask yourself, what was he avoiding? What's the point he's trying to make? Why is he telling me this case, which is kind of a little less usual? Why is he restricting it? So, so Rashi, one learns with tremendous diuk, A, because of Rashi's stature. Rashi's stature was incredible. And therefore, 
every word of his is gold, and you need to look at it that way. Also, the nature of Rashi is that he, his explanations of the basic explanations, the basic descriptions of, of the Seder term is there to avoid issues. So you go backwards. You ask yourself, if this is the answer, what was the question? That's basically what you're doing. Rashi is giving the answers. Rashi says, learn it this way. And if you don't understand why, I'm telling you this the right way. So now I'm going to say why. So if Rashi, Rabbi Nikeshom, in the Durham, those, those are the, that genre of Sfarim, one. The next big group of Sfarim is exemplified by Teisvis. Teisvis sat as a group, and they learned all the Masechtas, and they had problems many times from one Gemara to another Gemara. They tried to resolve all of those questions by understanding um, how do I, obviously the two sugyas are talking about two separate cases. What's, what's the important difference? Two separate Madiyamrim. Can I show which Madiyamrim are these two separate Madiyamrim? And so on. Tresus's basic point is to resolve any issues with other Masechus. That's a big, other Gemaras, that's a big one by him. Also, simple logical questions that to resolve them, you need to ask the question, you need to consider a territory, you need to prove the point. It's not, not as simple as the type of things Rashi can avoid by simply stating a different type of case. Those are the things that we'll deal with. This is at times will not like what Rashi did in the Gemara, will ask Kashism and say yes. So Tesis is the first Mephalpul, I guess if you want to call it, on Shas. And this opens up all genre of Rishonim that have that same type of style. Now, in Tosfos itself, the problem is, first of all, Tosfos is not one coherent. Somebody didn't sit and write Tosfos. It's it's many different shmuos by Bali Tosfos that are put together. A lot of times, it's missing a lot. In other words, Tosfos is shorthand. When Tosfos um, it says a few words explaining Gemara, you have to ask yourself, what was the problem? I mean, why, it's, he's not a Mepharish. So when he does add explanation, there was a problem he's avoiding. Or he's learning not like Rashi. He then will ask a question. Usually that question follows the Pshat that he gave. A, it's important to notice the order. Rashi has a Divya Maschal. Whatever he's going to say, if he starts with a question, it's on that Divya Maschal. And it's in those words that he's mentioned. And um, when he asks a question, um, Tosfos is, is when well, Tosfos gives an introduction, he says some pshat Gemara, almost always will the question be because this is the pshat that he learned. It's as if he's saying, and if this is taka pshat, what do I do with this, this, and this? Tosfos' questions a lot of times include um, a shorthand. For instance, he'll, he'll ask a question and he'll bring a Gemara. What's he trying to prove in the Gemara? It's not always so obvious. Is uh, What's he trying to prove? Why does he need proof from the Gemara to prove a certain point? What's the point? A lot of times he's going to prove a certain part of his question. And, you know, one part of the question is obvious, but he needs to prove his question from somewhere else. Tosfos a lot of times will um, add a line um, that's not clear. The line is 
following what? Is he's bringing another right to something? Why does he need another right? Is there an issue with what he said before? Is this a lot of times a, 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 a Gemara is there to avoid? It's almost as if it says, and if you want to try to say different terrors, let me show you this Gemara where you can't say that. So there's a lot being hidden. It's shorthand. Tasis is just saying if you combine this Gemara and this Gemara and this Gemara, then 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 you have a Kasha or you have a different shot. And a lot of times the other Gemara is combining is to avoid a problem, and 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 you have to ask yourself what is he trying to say. It's not it's not always easy. But Tasis doesn't just bring Gemaras. You have to ask yourself: Is he proving a point? Is he asking? Is he avoiding an issue? Is he bringing a second proof because the first one's inadequate? Tasis does not bring things down. Stop. Um, now. To understand Tasis well, a lot of times Tasis says something which is not fully explained and so on, we can use as a guide and to be helpful, we use other ballet Tasis. There were many, many ballet Tasis, Tasis Zerah, Tasis Avena Peret, Tasis Tuch, and so on. Many of those Tasis have been published, and, and those Tasis that have been published are. Um, they, 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 they will a lot of times enlighten us in what Tesis means, because they'll say a much they'll say a much bigger phrase. They'll add the question that was meant to be asked. You know, it, it's it's each one wrote a little bit differently. So it's very helpful to look around at other Balatesis. Sometimes it's not clear is the other Balatesis arguing, or is 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 he agreeing? And the extra words that he uses is because he's saying not like Tesis. Or, or, or not. Sometimes it's not easy to tell. So, in, so the first we should look at is Tesis in terms of Mephalblin, and in a helpful for Tesis is to look at the parallel about Tesis. If somebody wants to see more by Michus, the most definitive work on Tesis is called Ballet Tesis, put up by um, Professor Dr. Orbach, um, I think, Ephraim Orbach, and his, um, it's a monumental work, they just put out a um, a fourth edition, whatever they put out, a, a new edition. I mean, he's, he's dead already. While um, he um, and this is definitive work. He has every Baltasvis. Where it came from the memories that he said, the 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 the, the, the places that he's brought, which Baltasvis are going where. It's very it's extraordinary work. He was an academic. He was a firm person, not particularly like not like creative pretty much, but that's life. He, you know, whether he liked it or not, he, I mean, he had a son who was killed in war. It was also not, a, you know, it, it, but, but his work is monumental. And it just came out, and when I get back to Shiva, we'll have a, a, a copy of the show. I ordered. Um, that is Tyson Balatasis. A genre of Rishonim that were similar to that style in Spain. So Tysis were in France, Germany, France, mostly France. And a a, um, a a a group of Rishonim that was similar was Ramban, Rashpor, Ra'or, Ritva. They all had similar style. In, in other words, most of, the, of it being Vintema, Vishlema type style, they they touch on similar points. They're not as closely aligned in terms of what they hold because they were different school. So. They will a lot of times say differently, 
on, on some similar points. Um, they internally, Rabban Rashbari, or other were Talmudim, they were Talmudim, Talmud Chavas, and there's a lot of similarity. In, and, it, and you can use it again. Sometimes one clarifies the other. Sometimes in the argument you realize what the points are. Those, so that's another group of Shainim. The Rabban is considered to be the, the most Hashif. Rabban is also most cryptic. It's not easy. It's short a lot of times, and as far as not easy to understand. The Rajba is the most user friendly. Like, if, if you were to pick a middle of the road region, the Rajba probably has, has great stature, but a lot more user friendly than Rabban. Then you have the Rishonim that took the Halacha path. It starts with the Rif, who took out of the Gemara the pieces that are Halacha. You have the Rambam, who made a safe Halacha, which is it's halacha sefer, but what's incredibly useful about it is he took it from the Gemara straight. So if you look at the Rambam and look at the Gemara, you can now understand a different how the Rambam looked at the Gemara. The Rambam's only sfarim was Shas Bavli, Yerushalmi, Mechilta, Safra, Sifri, Tzarekhanim, etc. That was the Rambam's library. He used nothing else but that. So he always went to the rift, he held the Rimagash in high esteem, but Tachlis, he was a, um, he, 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 he was taking the Gemara. So any time we're trying to Rambam, that's not the way you would have came up with Pshat the Gemara, means we're on a different Pshat. You have to ask yourself, what is this Pshat the Gemara? And why did he favor it over what you learned? Um, so you have the rift, the Rambam, the Rush. Now, the Rosh is markedly different than the Rambam in the following way. The Rosh is about Tesfis, and he did live in Spain in the second part of his life, but he comes from the Balatesis. His Psokim, you know, his raw material is the Tesfis type material, and his final, is the Rosh is written as a Piskel office, but it's based on Tesfis. So this is where you're getting Tesfis Flowing into halacha through the rush, that becomes the halacha. The rush will also be from Gaonim and so on. One more, I, I, I wanted to mention one more thing that's useful in terms of the of the Rishonim that are mafalpol, Ramban, The two Rishonim that really kind of bring together a lot. They 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 maasfim. That's the run and mutiyes from the rish. Um, the Ran and Mukhiyasim made an attempt to bring the major points made by the Rashba and Ramban. And, and uh, I, Rabbi told me once that, that if you want to learn a, a Seder that's more than Mukhiyas and you don't want to get stretched out, he said if you learn the Rush and the Ran, you have pretty much every important Buddha. So, so the Rush and Ran are invaluable in terms of gathering important Buddhas. Um, the Ran is not written a halach type sefer, we mentioned points, but it's not written as a lot sefer. The, the, the Rush is written as a lot of sefer. And what ended up with this, so, so the, the, the succum of the, of, of Taisvis, and what would come out of this sheet end up in the Rush. The, um, the final stage of that is the Tur. The Tur is the Rush's son. He wrote a, a, a prototype of a Shoharuch. He wrote it, uh, Simonim, which became Later, Simon Shabaroch. His um, 
he, as a post of Shacharov, he brings Barichos to Shittas and Rishayim. Um, the Beis Yosef on the tour brings everything that was written afterwards and with great Barichos, Shuvis, and stuff like that, things that the tour didn't mention. And that together becomes the basis of Halacha. So that's the world of Rishayim. We have Hashanim, we have the Falpalim, we have Paiskin. Um, in a yeshiva, they will focus, obviously, because the yeshiva is an yeshiva and literature yeshiva where the aim is Iyum, they will focus on um, those Rishayim that give the most Iyum, get the most bang for the buck, so to speak. So Rashi is written incredibly precise and concise. So by, by, by pounding Rashi, you will really get, um, you'll really get a workout. Rambam as a Paisen, and in terms of the Ramban and Rashba, are considered to be the ones with the, they, they give the greatest Shivas, and an effort is made towards the Ramban and Rashba and, and Sugya, and so on. That is as far as the world of Rishayim goes. Um, the, the, um, and, and the, the Ramban and Rashba for a lot of times are very similar, and, and so it's hopeful that one Explains the other, but the mice they deal with very similar equities. Now starts the Tkufa Vachrainim. And again, different yeshivas, different styles, but let's just explain a little bit some of the Mahalchim. There was a Tkufa Vachrainim that was the extreme purple that everybody talks about. Um, it started in Poland. So understand that Spanish jury, French, French jury produced. The Balatayspis, Spain produced the Rabban, Rashbar, Ritvar, and so on. Um, Poland was the first generation of Achrainim, um, the Maram, Rashar, and the Poland in the 1500s and down were, were um, had all of this. Um, so you had two genres of, 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 of um, Achrainim. There were those who had the old-fashioned cloud of Pilpul, which was, everybody wrote against it. It's hard to know what it is, though. Everybody, it's, uh, it's you know, somebody once said uh, in Munkach, which was more extreme than Satma, they, 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 um, they were the biggest kanoyim against that good and against the Fayyim, against everything in the world. So two Munkach were talking, one says, tell me, I know that the Dafayemi is a very, very, very terrible thing, but what is it about it that's so terrible? He said, so Zegman says, I don't know exactly, but one thing I can tell you is that it's full of minus and apicarsis. So the same thing, it's very few people know what the pilpul is, but everybody says pilpul is terrible. So the the, the type of pilpul that was was along the following lines. We have little remnants of it. They did not write many firm. It's along the lines of any assumption that works in Cheshvin, even if it has no reason to work, can work. So if, so if I find some way of learning to resolving it, I have a question, I say that this is going like a Mishlakish. Why? Because if I go to Mishlakish, I have another thing that I can answer. I can answer this, thing, answer that. And you get a feeling there's no inherent reason to say like this, but every time I ask a question, you come up with another 
another three steps and get around it. So, so, so there's an, a sense that there's no Nikorm de Vemis, but if you just bright enough, they had all sorts of assumptions. They had an assumption, for instance, that every every Mandiyama is so good to every other Mandiyama. So each question, you have to explain why it didn't hold the answer and why why the answer didn't hold the question. Why the first guy who has the first Shaila, then he has the second one, the second one he has the first one. It becomes a, a, a mindset I'm safe. And the worst is it sort of felt that there was no MS to it. So we have Gedolia Achron that started an eon in more focus on Shat, which was which was very Emis, the Maram. The Maram explains the Gemara and Tesis, the, 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 the parts that are not easy to understand, the parts that really beg to, you know, what's, to have the Masha, um, who asks very firm Shat questions and gives very Pshat answers. In other words, no matter how you understand whatever Svara, this is a question, and the answer has to fit whatever you, you know. So, and the Chazanish very much, I mean, Masha was considered in many places, you have to learn every Masha and Geren Yeshivas. The, the Chazanish was extremely uh, fond of Masha, and he felt that, you know, since we stopped learning Masha, we've gone down a lot of learning. Um, the Mara shows that it's a type of questions and answers that basically says, no matter how you understand it, this is a problem. It, it's, it's sort of dealing with, with the core cheshman of the Gemara, and that's why it's important. If, if you didn't ask the question of Mashava, then you missed out something. Something should have been asked. The Mashal was also, Mashal's forum were mostly written sort of with a halacha in the Yavshal Shlomo, but he also had um, the Haggaz, the Gersos, and so on. Those, those he was also Saint Kufa, those were, he, he Mashal was Saint Kufa and Maram, and um, Mashal was later. But th- th- that was that type of it. So we look at them usually when we have a problem. So you get a feel up to some point that certain sharp problems, it, it's, it's, if it's simple, the Maram is going to say it. If, it's, if, it's, if there's a real question, Mashal is going to mention it. Mashos are considered to be important to learn, and when you have a certain, a certain mashos, you make make the checklist of this is mashos you have to see. Um, you have after that kufa, you have later achrayim who ask questions, give answers, play shua, and so on, um, and then you begin to have um, a new type of mahalach, says question, the nesivus. Um, these are all Sfarim that look at a bigger picture. They, 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 they sort of are the precursor to Lumbus. They are Sfarim that sort of try to understand concepts, fundamental concepts. When, when they will give an answer to Akasha, many times it's going to be by understanding, not just saying this is the case, like this is this is with the Komish Mikula, but rather showing a, a conceptual difference between the two cases. Um, that to begin to see the Ktois, by some degree, and then the Sibus. Um, the Ktois, pretty much whenever he says something that's on the Sugish, should be seen as considered to be a very fundamental um, safe. And it's the beginning of, of what we call the Lamashadera. Reb Chaim was the one who made, um, who, who created a whole different way of looking at things, a different type of language. 
and you see different types of concepts. It was, a, it was an incredible, it was, it was a whole mahalo. And the Rosh Hashivas, they said that we have came from there. So more or less, it all comes from there. Their point is to always try to understand the machlokas should never be his more machlin, his more maker. It's, it's, it, it try to get to the heart of every machlokas, every important machlokas is conceptual at heart. And getting a feel for how it is that he understood the basic concept of the sugya and, and things of that nature is going to be um, the, the, the important point. Um, they worked with the Ramam a lot, or there'd be famous machlokas in the sugya, and of that genre you have Rabchaim and his Talmidim, you have Rabbochber, the Biskarov, Maftali Trap, Shemishkab, and other, some other, it's fine. With a certain flavor of understanding things, it, it means it gives you, first of all, what are you looking for in a sugya? What are the important points to ponder that will give you the sense of conceptually what's a sugya built on? And, and it's a way, I guess it's a type of thinking and a type of terminology that's helpful to see other things. That's a basic sketch of all the different, um, of, of, of sort of the different sperm, where they fit under. What, what did you want to, okay, so now let's see any questions that, that are outside of that. Yes, I think Rebbe's parish might have burned a lot of them. What? I think Rebbe's parish might have burned a lot of the kashas. We'll see. Okay, I, I, I was trying to, yeah. Um, it's okay with Rebbe, I mean, just because I, I might not remember which ones Rebbe covered already. Uh, if I go through Rebbe Fell, we covered it, just say it and I'll already keep going. Um, the first one was when Svarim on Tanakh or other sections of Torah, like I guess not Trevor, I don't know, learn Shana Gemara, why don't yeshivas like use them? Like in like Seder. What do you mean, like Chris? I, I would assume like, like, like let's say a. Uh, maybe, yeah, I don't know, like, like, on Chumash, like, I don't know, like, Ramban or something like that, like, they learn a shot. So you have to understand, if a safer is, is, let's say you have a, a Pasuk that's brought La'aloch in, in, in Gemara, and it's, in, and it's brought, and it's in the Torah. The parashat on the Torah, Ebn Ezra, especially, or Hashem Rabbanidin, they, they're, they're going to try to explain it not looking into the Torah Shabbat Peshavai, but the Torah Shabbat Shabbat. Many times, like we've seen the Ebenezer many times, we'll say Shabbat's Kenegra Lacha, not because he passes like the Gemara has shown, but because in Shabbat and Gemara. So they're coming to do it, they're coming to, to describe something else. They're trying to explain it in the context of, of, of the ways with the Torah Shabbat. So you can't, it's not, it's not something, occasionally you'll have, um, where was it in the period that we saw First on the Chumash, I think it was on Shoyal or something, and Balavimo. Balavimo, everybody brings Pirushim on what it is in, in, in its Chumash, but it's a rarity. It's, it's usually, it's, it's coming with a different agenda. Okay. Um, why is there a specific emphasis on the Rambam in the Yeshiva system as opposed to other Rishonim? What sets him apart from the Rif and the Rosh? So, the, the Rif, okay, so both the Rif and the Rosh are in the state of the Gemara. So you don't get a sense of, well, what does it look like when you put the whole picture together? 
so the Rosh is doing a specific Nakuda, and he doesn't talk about everything. He does a specific Nakuda. There's no context of halacha to halacha. The riff is also, there's, there's a, the, the riff has either the, the essence of the Gemara that's la halacha, or on occasion he'll bring a big machlokas of Odin or something, but to see a whole unified picture from A to Z is only Rambam. And therefore, um, it's how he put the piece into place. He learned this Gemara this way, that way, the other way. So, um, that is one reason why the Rambam affords the ability to, to look at a big picture. The Rift will, will skip a Gemara and he'll, and he'll say, look, maybe it's not so again, maybe it doesn't pass like it. The Rambam, everything, every piece has to fit into place. And there's another reason why the Rambam is, is the safer. And I guess the Rambam self describes it, not talking about himself. The Rambam, in, in his Pirish Mishnayis, he speaks about Tarshan and he came down and Abena Kodesh was the one who wrote it down because it's Asif Hashem. He describes Abena Kodesh um, in many ways that, you know, it's, 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 it's the town Chacham, Kodesh, so on. He also writes very prominently, I think it's probably the second thing about him that he writes, is he was a master of language like no one else was. And he brings a ride from a Gemara. It's fascinating. The Ramam, the way Ram looked up and I got it then. The Gemara says that Rabbanan would ask the Amse the Rebbe, what does this word mean, that word mean? Any word they didn't know, they would ask her. Um, and she would Google it and tell them what the, what their word meant. So they didn't know what Chalagra said, this meant, that meant, the other meant, and, and, and she told them. What's the Gemara telling you? What's, what's the, that they hung out with the Amsterdam Rebbe? What, what, what's the Gemara telling me? So he says the Rambam, the Rabbeinu HaKadosh was such a Baaloshan that even his Shifcha, it, it, it trickled down to her. In other words, it's a mark of the household of Rabbeinu HaKadosh that um, language is important. So he writes that his skill in language was incredible. And the Raman writes, I will write my Mishnah in the Lush of the Mishnah. He holds it. That's the most shlemish thing in the Lush of the Mishnah. Now, the Rambam himself, of all the is clearly, there is no one with a pen like the Rambam. The precision of his language, the, 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 the beauty of it, and, 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 and the way in which he was able to nuance everything is incredible. In, in every place, Rambam is, is an incredible Balashan. So that means learning his safer, you're able to, um, A, you're, you're able to really pick up a lot. And the Rambam is because he was such a giant. Every part of the safer, um, we assume he knows what he was doing. Why he put a certain halachas on plates? Why he put a different halachas on what else? Under what heading? Uh, as part of what? The Rambam was an incredible genius of Seder. And everything the Rambam has a place. That place teaches me a lot about what it is. Okay. Um, is Tosos necessary for Pshat? And uh, what if you don't have Pshat and Tosos? So, there, there, you, there are different levels, and it's important to bear in mind. You, if you learn about Rashi well, and it makes sense to Gemara, then that's fine. That, so you know Pshat, you don't need Tosos. One step further, 
is to include Tosis's limud. So you have when you have two different shatim in Gemara, meaning that the fullness of understanding the Gemara, the two different shatim. So it is possible shat to Rashi if you if you know if you learn it well. That's a shot. If you have Tosis also, you now broaden it because you have two perspectives on shot many times. So it's it's a broadening of shot, but it's not as if you don't have shot without Tosis. Okay. I once this, the the um, Kloisenberger Rebbe was incredible Talmud Chacham, incredible Talmud Chacham, at the and the Masmid, and and he pushed so he made the Mifalashas where people would learn and get tested every month and he pays money and so on. Very very. So when he spoke, I, I was I went to him a few times. And he used to speak very slowly with, a, with the equivalent of a southern drawl in Yiddish. And he spoke very falsely also. And he said the Heilige Shveya, his father-in-law, I think his first father-in-law, once said that there's not a Teisvis and Shas that I don't know. Or I don't know. Clearly, I don't know. He says, Tavusat the Heilige Shveya So what did my holy father want to do? Boast? My father held, you can't be a Jew if you don't know every taste. How could a Jew not know every taste in Shas? He was expressing the fact that he's a Yisrael Kasha because I know the minimum. That was the way he described it. So fine, that's another Madrig of learning. It's not, it's, it, but it's fine if you know Gemara Rashi, that's fine. And understand, taste is a deeper look because that gives you two perspectives on Gemara. Um, why is Tosos on the daf, and what about the others, like Tosos Rid, Rameen Hananel, etc.? So, the first answer is that um, the first person to print a shas was a wonderful guy named Daniel Bamberger, and he had a printing press, and he realized that Jews are the best customers for printed material. They were only ones illiterate, basically. So he printed a lot of far. He was he also what he did was he, he got himself a really good staff, phenomenal staff. He bought up a lot of kiss for yadis, and he had them work on it. And amongst them, somebody made a decision what should go in on the side of the Gemara. Now, there's no problem saying there's ashkacha. But the way it worked was somebody made a decision, a strategic decision, that this will sell, and this is good. The, the morale is extremely upset that taste is made on the side of the Gemara, and he felt that the rush should have been at the side of the Gemara, and taste should be in the back of the Gemara somewhere, at least there's in other editions. But the, the, um, the, the, he, he felt that, that it, it was not the, the go-to thing, the rush would be better. Wh- whatever it is, tachlis, um, it made it there. Since then, it's become the very first step of, of the year. So it's it, the decision was made by a businessman, but you definitely can, we definitely can feel that there's ashkach in it, and there's something unique about it. Um, we have, um, yes, we have some from from Rishonim, such as Daka Gemara, that give us like an approach of how to learn. I guess, uh, how to learn a sugya. So then what exactly did, uh, like, if we already had that mahalach, given by Rishonim, 
And what's it like with Chaim, like, at Chaim Brisker, like? So, first of all, those, those far, the, 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 the Dark, Thomas, the ones who wrote it were not famous, not the Rashford didn't write that, Ramban didn't write that. So, not clear to know how to understand it. It's very different. It, 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 it's very hard to describe. It, it's, in general, it's hard to describe these things in writing. And, and you know, very few people will follow that formula. Dramchal also wrote a safe on it. It's something that would no, it didn't pick up. It's it's it it's, it, it uses um, what's it, a thinking model that's different than what we use today. Different different vocabulary, different ideas, and um, it didn't it, it did not become cause it didn't pick it up. I, I want to say in general, there's a concept of in a general flow of what. Um, of has has weight to it, and you see, Tachlis, it, it didn't it didn't pick up. So so those forum are interesting forum, but they don't they don't um, they never became part of the of the source of learning. Um, I guess I'll be most of a little bit on this question. Um, I mean. The person is asking about the Meiri, so I guess I'll ask, like, where does he fall into the category that Reddy said? And also, he asks uh, that he read the reason why Meiri wasn't used as a reference for Allah was because of its length. Is that true? And if so, how is that like a legitimate kind of? Because of what? That the reason why the Meiri wasn't used for Allah was because of how long it was. Is that true? And if so, how is that like a legitimate kind of? First of all, the Meiri is a a um, a mafarish. The Meiri sort of tries to encompass. Um, it, it, it tries to encompass all the Gemara and everything that was written on it to give an overview of the Gemara. That's the flavor of the Meiri. Um, so a lot of it is simple explaining of the subject, um, and then he'll bring shitas. Different sheets of Rishayim. He's not such a mafalpo. It's not like the Rajbo where you get a popo. It's more an overview with important sheets of the Sugya. He didn't make an alacha because there's no real fiducia in the, in the Meiri. There is one Sefer, Kiat Sefer, that made an alacha. Kiat Sefer deals with um, Safras. But um, he's not a posik. So he brings sheets and says, Pashuk Shadna Gemara. So you'll find occasion of being a riot from it. And the third reason was we didn't have many of these for a long time. So, so when they wrote it, they did not have it. Uh, the Miri was in, in Provence, it was not in Spain, it was not in these places. So, so mainly, it's not a type of safe that Lenzel brought Allah, there isn't much Hedushim per se in the Miri. He, he's much more busy carrying up the He also um, wasn't in the same area, so I don't know how prevalent. Most of the Miri's were published much later, except for a few exceptions. So, so that's why the Miri's not part of it. Um, what's so significant about the Shtimukubetas? So before, the Shtimukubetas is simply, before, I mean, before we had 101 ways to have all the children to fingertip, Shtimukubetas was there. People couldn't afford a banner, a banner, a and a run. And my friend told me, Chaim Briska had a Shidimu Betzis. That was his first, that's the number. 
How many more questions do we have, David? Uh, like another four or five. Okay, so let's go. Okay. Um, why do the same gemaras come up word for word multiple times in shafts? These were memories. Understand something. Shast is units. Each tenor about an Amr is a memory that somebody said. And it was recorded by Tamidim and Haverim. And then when Rabbin Abbasim was sat at the Shast, they brought all of this stuff to them. They made a decision where everything should be. So each unit is a member and, and, and it could be placed in more than one place. Um, what would be the bare minimum of a Mepharshim person has to learn to, for him to be considered, I guess, competent in a subject? Well, I mean, it's competent for what? It's like, you know, uh, so if a person knows the Gemara, actually he knows something. Marshall is a big step forward. Traditionally, basic learning was called Gephis, Gemara Pirashash and Taisvis. So, Marshall Taisvis usually places touch on the most important Kudis, the Kudis that I've shown for that most of the time. So, Marshall Taisvis is is um, the next step. Say, have a possible Gemara, a Gemara Rashi, Marshall Taisvis, or you can have a Marshall Taisvis, the Russian man, like we said before, the, or much more Barakhava, depending on, on, on you. Why are there so few Mepharshim on the Gadata? It's a very, very different type of limit. You can't just write, you know, it, it, not not everyone who could write in a lock write in a gada and, and vice versa. You, you have in the Gemara, you have Rabban in Dagadata. It says Rabbi Kiva came and they told him, Malachar, Prachet, it's an Israel, and Prachet, so they're going on a Hollis. My friend, uh, a friend of mine, Ezra Hartman, asked, went to ask Rabbi Shapiro in 1980 if I started going. So he wanted to get permission to go to the Shurim. So he um, asked permission to go. So Rabbi Shapiro told him, Rabbi Ezra, Klach Lecha, Eitzel Negoyim Vaholos, Malach Eitzel Agdotis. Like the same, because he was he's a very, I was very disciplined, but Rosh Hashanah said this, this is that he's been going and probably Yeshua's into it. But it, it was a different field, and the Mela, the same sperm, couldn't just write on that. It wasn't, it, it didn't, it's not a natural gift, it's not a natural mahala. The Chaim Shulevitz, in one of his Shmuzin, he would speak about um, how come. It was about Kalal keeping what they borrowed from the Mitzvah. So how were they allowed to, or why did they? So he would say over the Mishnah of the Lord of which is, in Yarim Mechumish, I'll be there So the person says, because, you know, they, they, they had a chiv to give him Hanukkahs. So the middle of the day, they, they were entitled to it. So he would say, Mishnah should be Moichumi. That's a good way how to learn Rabbah Mulchazapadim. It has nothing with Chumash. You would get very annoyed when people say this Krat Mulchumish. And, uh, but, but it, it requires its own flavor and its own mahalo.
at last two. Um, given that Shas is supposed to be the MS, why do we have so many Mahloksim in Rishonim on how to learn it? It seems that each one who learns it a different way um, seems to water it down. I would say it's the other way around. Every person that says something sharpens it and tries to get to the point. Emmas requires that I get to the heart of the matter. And seeing on one side means I, I haven't got to the Emmas. So, so if there is a machlokas, in the machlokas you have a more clear sense of what Allah means, what it could mean, and so on. And it's a way of getting to the Emmas. Um, we have something called triangulation, which means um, when you want to find something, you track it from two sides at least. When it, when it crosses, that's how a GPS works. GPS uses four or five satellites. Wherever the lines cross, the, the point, that's where, that's where the object is. Forget, in, in, in understanding different studies, it forces you to find a more precise way of describing what the Nukud is. Cynic once said that the reason certain Svarim are learned and others are not is because Rabban don't have enough time to learn more of the uh, bean pack ones. What is what's Rebbe's opinion on this? Well, the what pack ones? The the beaten pack. This is the lashon of the person who asked. Uh, 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 they learn the beaten pack. Don't learn the beaten pack. I don't know what what are you what what, what, what I don't know. Give me more of a sense. So the reason why some are learned and some are not is because Rabbeim, I guess, don't only have enough time to learn, like, the more popular ones. That's, I guess, that's how he phrase it. Rabbeim don't even have time to learn the popular ones. That I can tell you. Uh, so, so that's, um, but the, 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 the is, there's a reason, I have a friend of mine in England, it's well to do it, and when I come there, it always has exotic fruits. So he told me, so, so, I always tell you know, I know I, they're interesting, but he, he said there's a reason why certain fruits are common and certain are exotic. They're, they're good for a curio. Nobody's going to sit and eat star fruit as 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 the way you eat apples. It's just not that type of fruit. It's not so whatever. Beaten. There's a, there's an expression Reb Nachum used to use. It's a Yiddish expression. Amigator hagleichem veg. Which means if, if you're traveling on a road and there's no other car on that road, you say to yourself, where in the world is this road going to? If, if you're traveling on a road and it's full with cars, you say, oh, this must be the, the main highway. It, 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 so a mahalach that's popular became popular because it's... Um, it, 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 a lot of people picked up on it and said, yeah, this is the, the right way to learn it. Rosovsky was a Shashiva in Panovich. His Torah was incredibly beautiful, very popular. But people would say that it's, it's Yeshiva Shatayra. It, so he once said, yeah, because all the Yeshivas took it from me. That's why it's Yeshiva Shatayra. Which is probably true. Rosovsky was the most shovel on of his Torah before anybody. I mean, very beautiful, very nice. And so, so the point is, um, the, 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 the beaten path is, 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 is a person's struggle to it. A person has a feel for what 
this, this, these are the points that were made that he grew up with his mother, and this is he passes down. So it's natural that that's how it would be. Okay. The Seder. Can I just ask Rabbi from last time about the yeshivas? I was just wondering how the yeshivas in the Gemara, like Pupadisa and the Surah, does Rabbi have anything about them, how they fit in? Like, We have no idea. Those yeshivas were also very different than the yeshivas we have today. They were an academy of sorts. In other words, the yeshivas were the seat of learning in the sense that this was where learning went on. You needed the yonim, they paskin, they set them in hagim. It's a very different role than, than what we would describe today to yeshiva. Plus, yeshiva days are training for younger people and so on. This was the academy of Torah. And whenever Shaila rose, or Shaila anything, this is what did they do in the two yeshivas? So it was, it was a different format. And there is somebody, I think, Rav Simcha Asas, was the one, he wrote a lot about Tus, he was able to put together stuff to Tus There isn't much, but, but the yeshivas there are very, in, in, in a lot of you find constant reference to how are they knowing the two yeshivas this Indian? How are they knowing in, 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 in here? How are they knowing there? And so on. So it was somewhat, it was a different type of mahalo. Okay.